poverty today. Yeah, 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 and honestly, that's like that's like true. That's like true. Seriously, I, I, if only you knew what Ryan just said. But but I can't tell you that because we'd be fired, arrested, and probably deported. But anyway, hi, it's uh, first day of June already, and it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. No tar and feathering. That might happen also oh, on the way out. That's what I love. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's. Try it. You'll be like us. Good. Stimulating talk. Very exfoliating. Is that what it is? Yeah. Usually it peels about two or three layers of oh. skin off. Well, that's cool. And the feathers tickle. You know what tickles? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, jobless rate at an 18-year low of 3.8%. Black unemployment at a record low. It went from like 6.6 to, I believe, 5.8%. Uh, I believe it was 223, yes, 223,000 jobs added. Uh, topping estimates. Again, I love that. When Trump's in there, it's always topping estimates. When Obama's in there, it was uh, below expectations. The economists surveyed by the Wall Street Journal expected just 190,000 new jobs. Sure they did. Here's the big thing. Uh, wages growing at 2.7% from a year earlier. More jobs. Higher wage growth. Yeah, it's like Trump doesn't know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? It's like he just has no idea. No clue. But we're going to be in a trade war. Uh, You see the jobs coming back because these policies and these countries will fold as well. And uh, we can afford now at this point an extra few few cents on things. We we can do it. We're making more money. You know, whether there's a tax... You know, I don't want to hear jack crap, by the way, from any of these stupid moronic Republicans, like these alleged free state or free free traders, free this, free that, like the flakes and the rest of them. Um, the Republicans had the chance to get rid of a gigantic tax called Obamacare, and John McCain ruined it. I don't remember any of them ruining, John, ripping John McCain. We'll get to that. Anyways, that's a big freaking deal. We got it. It is a good, you know what? It might call for the particular thing that we do sometimes yes. when there's phenomenal news. Shots. Yes. Well, that too. <laughs> Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, Samantha B is not really sorry for anything that she did. She was actually given an award yesterday, an award for advancing social change. Yes, apparently that social change, making it acceptable to call women a C-word. That's the social change that we have now. Two advertisers dropped, just two. State Farm and Auto Trader. Everybody else is still there, and TBS is like, Eh. They're owned by Time Warner. They won't see it. Eh. Eh. Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, Third thing, I think you need to know another phenomenal poll right here. Um, A Democratic pollster, John Zogby, said Trump is going to be extremely tough to beat in 2020, even though you have these high disapproval ratings. Really? Okay. Uh, Why? Apparently, he is uh, keeping the support of his base, and more people are joining it. As a matter of fact, more blacks, Hispanics, and younger voters are jumping on the Trump train right now. Oh, oh. Bandwagoners. Why is it? Because they're actually claiming that their life is better now under Trump <laughs> than it was before. Oh, oh. We'll get in detail on that. Three things I think you need to know.
Now, all he needs to do is do a UFO disclosure, and he'll be set. You think so? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's going to get in there and be like, Area 51. We're going to turn it into an amusement park, nine-hole golf course. Uh, yeah. So, uh, listen, there's just unbelievable. St- what, is that bad? You don't think he's thinking about that? I guarantee you he's thinking about he's that. Not, he, you know what? There's actually a show on this the other night on Coast to Coast. Oh. He doesn't even want to want to care sleeping. about it. You should be sleeping. Well, this is at 2.30 a.m. when I wake up. Oh, okay. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. Making sure. And they're talking about that. Okay. That's cool. So uh, get this. Get this crap. You should be dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha B. apparently uh, this, this dingleberry. And listen, do I think she should be fired? If I were the boss of her, I would fire her. Uh, am I going to demand that she be fired by TBS or what? No, and you shouldn't. Do you want to know why? Because the next time the left has uh, faux outrage over somebody sneezing wrong and they think it sounds like something that it's not, and they call for people to get fired and advertisers to boycott, do you want to stoop down to that level? I know what you're saying. you got to fight back. I, I, know, I, I get it. I get it. But would I be a hypocrite then if I'm like, give me a break. This is okay. Why should they be fired? And then I, I scream for the others to be fired. I don't know. And they're never going to change. They're not going to be like, well, you know, uh, we didn't call for Samantha B to be fired. But now that blah, blah, blah said this, they need to go. I mean, I, they're going to be hypocrites in that aspect. I, I get it. Should she be fired? Yes, she should be fired. Uh, here's, the, uh, here's the unfortunate truth. Uh, TBS bosses don't give a crap what you say. Remember. What she did, what she said, if you missed it, play the, uh, people weren't paying attention. You play the uh, Samantha B. She called uh, Ivanka Trump the C word. By the way, you notice Ivanka Trump hasn't said a word about this? Taking the high road? Uh, the Trumpster this morning tweeted out why, why Samantha B. hasn't been fired yet. And how could, how could you blame him? I mean, it's his daughter, right? Who wouldn't stand up for their daughter? Yep. So that's uh, that's no, but it, who who would not blame the anybody I mean, the Trumpster for standing up to this moron about uh, the ridiculous word that he that that she called his daughter. Uh, Trump tweeted out this morning: Why aren't they firing no talent Samantha B for the horrible language used on her low rating show? I love the no talent, a total double standard. But that's okay. We are winning, and we'll be doing so for a long time to come. I always wonder why he sometimes capitalizes things. Emphasis. Is that what it is? Yes. Winning guy. You know, he's talking. He goes, but not, but not like, are, they're very bad. But that, that would be like capitalizing the entire word, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Um, maybe. But he just capitalized the W in winning. I, I love it. Though. I oh, because I don't it's, care. A, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a statement. The word winning itself, uh, the capitalization it's, is a statement. I know. I, I just think it's funny. I'm totally making this up. Yes, you are, by the way. And you're very convincing. If you say it authoritatively, people will believe you. Here's what Samantha B said uh, about Ivanka. Uh, here we go. After decades of ignoring the issue, Americans are finally paying attention. Well, most of us. Ivanka Trump, who works at the White House, chose to post the second most oblivious tweet we've seen this week. You know, Ivanka, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child, but let me just say, one mother to another, do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless He listens to you. Put on something tight and low cut and tell your father to stop it. Tell him it was an Obama thing and see how it goes, okay? So that happened. So that happened. So she was given an award. I mean, do you even want to hear what her fake apology was? Wait a minute. She said his immigration practices, right? It was all about, you know, she's upset that they're they're separating 
children from parents that cross our border illegally. Was that already in place before he even took office? Uh, I don't believe so. No, people were, they were just sending their kids by, by themselves. I remember which, that. They, like, yeah. they, they were doing that. So these, these families in Central America and Mexico and wherever, uh, they were doing that already, separating their families, the parents from their kids, by sending their kids by themselves all the way to America. So it's what, safe here, right? maybe Fucking Samantha B should criticize those parents for being horrible parents in that ass. Whatever. So uh, Samantha B put out a uh, tweet. Thank you to those who reached out regarding. Oh, no, no, no. Hang on. That was Auto Trader. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Whoops. I would like to sincerely apologize to Ivanka Trump and to my viewers for using an expli- expletive on my show to describe her last night. It was inappropriate and inexcusable. I crossed the line and I deeply regret it. That was in the day. Then at night, she went to something called, uh, uh, she accepted a, a Television Academy Honors. She went to the, the Television Academy Honors, got an award. I mean, the timing was impeccable. She got an award uh, for pushing social change or something like that on her fake for news women. show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For women. Yes, we now can, seriously, that, that's the social change. We now, I have made it possible for people, including men, to call women the worst word you could ever call them, and women can no longer get mad about it. It's now socially acceptable. This is the social change I pushed. I'm Samantha B. Or Samantha C, as we should call her now, Samantha C. So uh, she said, you know, the thing is, because they, by the way, they barred the media from this event, so all we have is quotes. Uh, quotes. From IndieWire.com. You know, the thing is, our show is steeped in passion. Sorry, there's bad allergies out there, so I'll be uh, sniffling. And if you don't like it, I can't do anything about it. You know what? If you don't like it, I I apologize ahead of time. And do me a favor. um, Call call Ryan at 880-KNST, 880-5678. Give him your address, Mm -hmm. and we'll send you your money back uh, for the show. So anyway. Uh, every week I strive to show the world as I see it, she said, unfiltered. Sometimes I sh- should probably have a filter. I accept that. I take it seriously when I get it right, and I do take responsibility when I get it wrong. See, I get—I don't know. She's probably been wrong a lot, but nobody's paid attention. Um, and then she said, quote, we spent the day wrestling with the repercussions of one bad word. One bad word. When we should, when we all should have spent the day incensed that as a nation, we are wrenching children from their parents and treating people legally seeking asylum as criminals. If we are okay with that, then really, who are we? So she's not really sorry for what she said. She's not. TBS put a statement out there. Samantha B has taken the right action in apologizing for the vile and inappropriate language she used about Ivanka Trump last night. You know, Roseanne apologized too, and she got fired. Those words should not have been aired. It was our mistake too, and we regret it. Because again, this show is taped in advance. People see it. They approve it. So TBS executives saw her call Ivanka Trump the worst word ever. And they were like, we're cool with that. This will get some attention. Yeah. And then, and then, you ready for this? She even said about her Turner broadcast bosses, you always have our back and we appreciate that so deeply. Well, maybe Starbucks should pay attention to that. 
Well, that too. At least they uh, know how to get their backs on well, employees. Right or wrong. Uh, right or wrong. Not, yeah. But she's saying that basically this whole apology thing, sorry, not sorry. It, it, it's literally sorry, not sorry. She doesn't care. The people at Turner that own TBS, they don't care either. They all like this because they hate Trump. It's acceptable. And that's just the way it is. That's the way it is. So uh, she is full of it. Uh, Turner's full of it, and they're laughing. And by the way, I think it's hilarious that she's upset that we don't just let people write in when they say the word asylum without investigating first. Uh, that we actually separate parents from children to try to deter them from crossing our border illegally, right? Um, that's bad, too. We should just have it wide open, right? Wide open. Yet, at her event where she won this award yesterday, they literally barred the media from recording it, from being there. They said, we don't think you should be here. We're not giving you the authority. We're not allowing you in. Isn't that ironic? Isn't that ironic? See, it's always good when it's when it's beneficial for them. And by the way, I have to give my mother credit. You know this pains me to do this, right? Because she's listening. I get, She's listening right now on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. She sent me a tweet last night. I'm sorry, text last night. And we talked about this. You know, all the Roseanne shows, like the reruns were yanked off all, like TV Land and whatever, you know, Channel 247, whatever the hell that, you know. Yeah. So they they yanked, they all yanked Roseanne after what she did. And my mom wrote me a, a, an unbelievable, I was like, damn, why didn't I think of this? She writes to me, all Roseanne programs removed from cable outlets. Cosby show's still on. Guess a tweet is worse than rape. I got to get, you know what? It's a hell of a observation. See, I have to give my mom credit for that. But at the same time, I have to take credit for that. Because I believe I have taught my parents to think critically. By, by me doing this show and them listening, they have learned how to think in a brilliant fashion the way I have. So in a way... In a way, I wanna I wanna I want my mom to thank me for giving her the ability to come up with such a great thought. And as she thanks me right now, I just want to say, Mom, you're welcome. Should I call her for you? Stop it. You don't know. Stop it. Are you sure? Positive. Because I totally can. I know you can. I again my mother is so lucky that I've taught her to be able to come up with those kinds of brilliant uh, brilliant observations. So, you're welcome. And this is why I'm her new favorite son. <laughs> <laughs> she, does, uh, she does like you. She thinks you're funny, which I don't understand Neither myself. Do I, but uh, it's, uh, yeah. In that, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So, that's cool. Go home to mommy. I can't now. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't now. It's it's nothing that I could anyway. Uh, so cool. We have that, which is nice. Uh, this this is going to be fun. By the way, seven ten this morning. Uh, former Oro Valley Town Councilman Mike Zinkin is going to be here uh, to talk about uh, Vistoso Golf Club going under. Uh, the impact on that uh, by. Uh, will you stop calling? Okay, your mic's on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I knew it. 
Uh, the impact of uh, the Oro Valley owned town owned golf courses on Vistoso. Uh, the six million dollar bond. The basic lies uh, as to what uh, the mayor and the council are saying is how they're going to pay for the bond, why they're going to do it, how they never pledged it. All this stuff. It's going to be so good, so good. So Satish, get ready, and you're more than welcome to chime in and say that we're wrong somehow. Uh, so we have that coming up. It is your morning. Uh, that's at seven ten. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis. Uh, oh, oh, coming up in just uh, two minutes. Uh, but three, three. We'll do three. We'll do three. There was the big meeting yesterday. We had Sheriff Napier on, right? He was at the border along with uh, the uh, Homeland Security Secretary. Martha McSilent was down there and, uh, you know, acting like she cares. It's all I would have just basic questions for anyway. So McSilent was down there. uh, David Schweikert, a congressman. Raul Grijalva. Where was Raul Grijalva in the middle of all this? I will tell you. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. He gets you up. Gets you going. He stimulates you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, hello, 640. Happy Friday. What are you doing? You enjoying it? It's really good. There are three things I think you need to know. Um, Unemployment. The number's out, and it's at an 18-year low. Jobs in May surged, crushing expectations. 223,000 jobs added. I believe it was over 280,000 people actually back into the workforce. How about that, huh? So, um, jobless rates hitting historic lows. Black unemployment, historic low, 5.5%. Wages up 2.7% from a year ago. These are all positive, positive, positive things. Um, the year-over-year wage increase was expected at 2.6. It was actually 2.7. This this is a really, 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 really good thing. The economy is booming. Didn't take long now, did it? Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, two advertisers have dropped from Samantha B's show on TBS, State Farm and Auto Trader dropped. Uh, does it mean you should go boycott the people that are still there? No, but speak with your wallet. I don't care, but it just, I'm not them. Okay. Maybe you should be, maybe we should be, but I'm not them. Uh, however, after apologizing yesterday, Samantha B was given an award for bringing social change at some television award show yesterday that the media was barred from it. And she said, basically, I don't understand why we argued all day about a word when we should really be incensed about parents, mothers, uh, having their children ripped out of their arms, separating mom, the illegal aliens that come over here, they have their kids separated from them because that's the, that's what that's a deterrent. It's the way it is. So she's not really sorry about what she did. And CBS, they don't really care either. Turner Broadcasting. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know there is a poll out Zogby. Zogby says, looks like Trump's going to, at this rate, win re-election pretty easily uh, because most people are thinking their life is now better than it was. Uh, And on top of that, he's keeping his base, and apparently he's opening the door for blacks, Hispanics, and younger voters. That's what it says here. That's what it says. People, more uh, more voters are saying they're doing better off in their personal finance situation, or about the same, 
uh, than people that are not, that are saying they're actually worse. Zogby said that. Yes, he said that uh, it's looking pretty good for the Trumpster right now. Three things I think you need to know. So, uh, speaking of the whole ripping the kids out of uh, the arms and uh, of, of their moms and all this other stuff and whatever, right? Uh, Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten uh, Kristen Nielsen, Nielsen, Kirsten, Kristen, whatever her name is. It's 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 a Kirsten, I think. K I R S T J E N, the silent J. She said, uh, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a massive, just dishonest information campaign, and it's being waged against the Department of Homeland Security. It's a misinformation campaign being waged by other by those who either harbor an unfound distrust of Border Patrol or ICE agents or just who don't want to see us secure our borders. Uh, she talked about a zero-tolerance approach. Anybody that uh, comes to our border, parents caught, their kids are removed from them while they are prosecuted. She said, it appears our critics want a two-tier legal system. They think illegal aliens should get different, perhaps better treatment than U.S. citizens because they happen to be illegal aliens. No jail because they have a family, she said. No criminal consequences if they have children. I'm here to tell you differently. Good for her. Good for her. She dismissed reports about about 1,500 unaccompanied minors whom the federal government has been unable to track down. She said they likely don't want to be found because they're in the care of undocumented relatives. There you go. So she's uh, she's shoving it up. Uh, well, you don't want to say anything about shoving anything anywhere in Raul Grijalva. But anyway, Raul is just very upset about the the kids get inhumanely being ripped from their mother's arms. He, again, Raul was hanging out with illegal aliens instead of actually hanging out with members of Congress, uh, people that have that that are affected on the border, that kind of stuff. So, um, listen, there are a lot of people that are not fans of Kirsten Nielsen. She was a, a Bushophile. Right. Uh, he is a, a big time Bushify. She's a Bushavile. Uh She she also um, uh, has tried to uh, push DACA and push some certain visas and things like that. Anyway, so uh, the fact that she said that, I think, is, is pretty important. Uh, really quick side note here. Newsweek has a story. You know, the Trump administration put in a, uh, a, a tip line, a fraud line for H-1B visa fraud. You know, if there's people that are lying about this, there's H-1P visa and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Um, apparently, there were over 5,000 tips received in one year. More than 5,000 tips received in one year. That's how much fraud there is. And again, no other president would have done this. No other president would have done this. Just Trump. This is a big deal. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, as of May 21st, so just, what, 10 days ago? 11 days ago? They got, they've received over 5,000 tips about H-1B visa fraud and abuse. This is an email helpline. Over 5,000. That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. They've been trying to fight, detect everything, H-1B visa fraud, abuse, uh, and, and hopefully they'll call out these people for doing this, man. Because they want to make sure American workers get back to work. Uh, and that's, that's a good thing.
That's a very good thing. 647 now on KNST AM 790. Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr was found in Utah, of all places. Daily Mail had this story. Um, she said she was begging Disney. Uh, she was begging Disney ABC television group president Ben Sherwood to not cancel her TV show. She tweeted out, I begged Ben at ABC to let me apologize and make amends. I begged them not to cancel the show. I told him I was willing to do anything and asked for help in making things right. I'd work doing publicity for them for free for weeks traveling through bronchitis. I begged for people's jobs, she tweeted. He said, what were you thinking when you did this? I said, I thought she was white. She looks like my family. He scoffed and said, what you've done is egregious and unforgivable. I begged for my crew's jobs. Will I ever recover from this pain? OMG. And she said, I told Ben Sherman, uh, or I think she meant Sherwood, that Ben Sherman's a designer, that I would go into a hospital. to I'd go into a hospital to check my meds because the stress had made them less effective. I begged like 40 mother bleepers. Done now. She then deleted these tweets. But then she tweeted, get this, they pulled all my reruns and replaced them, they replaced me with Cosby. It's kind of hilariously gross. She went on to say she was ashamed her child co-star, Jaden Ray, might think she didn't love her because she's African-American. She tweeted, the saddest part of all this is for Jaden Ray on the show, whom I grew to love so much and am so ashamed of myself that she would ever think I, I do not love her because she's African-American. It's the most god-awful, painful thing. I can't let myself cave in, though. So, um, she's uh, she tried. How about that? Just, just Again, not defending her. And ABC has every right to fire her if they wanted. But, you know, they just wanted to get rid of the show because it was, it was successful in the fact that it was actually a different point of view, not what ABC wanted to project, right? Uh, that people actually do like Trump. They still don't get it, man. They still don't get it. Um, she was saying, I will do, I'll do publicity. I'll apologize. I'll do whatever I need to do, everything else. Samantha B. did the complete opposite. She didn't offer to do anything. She didn't offer to do anything for women. Uh, she made one tweet apology, and then at a, an award show later that night, which is last night again, she was like, well, you know... We should be more upset that uh, Trump uh, is uh, separating uh, uh, parents from their kids when they cross our border. We should be more upset about that than a word. That's that's quite a difference, isn't it? It's quite a difference. And yet Samantha B keeps her job. It's the double standard. She keeps her job, and then on top of that, um, she's not very sorry, and uh, and she's going to continue doing what she does. But Roseanne gets the boot, and that's just the way it is. And you know what? They'll realize this really is amazing. though. Generally, people imitate what works. Right? Why do you think you have all these comic book movies that are out right now? They're everywhere, these comic book movies, right? Because they work, I guess. Uh, when it comes to football or pro sports or anything, it, they're all copycat leagues. If somebody has success, they try to emulate it. Roseanne had immediate major, major, major success. Yet you're not going to find anybody trying to do exactly what she did. I mean, it was almost... Look what happened to Tim Allen's show. He criticized Obama in his show. It was actually a right-leaning show. Last Man Standing. And what they did, they canceled it. It was successful. They canceled it on ABC. What do you expect? So, uh, that's what's going on there. 
880-KNST, 880-5678. More on these job numbers, some more info about them. This is really, really good. And then we'll get uh, to to Mike Zinkin, former Oro Valley Town Councilman at 710, about the bond, about how uh, Satish Hiremeth, the mayor, going back on his word, about uh, spending and debt, all this stuff, all this stuff. And the Vistoso Golf Club going under, water costs extremely high, uh, going under, what impacted the Oro Valley town-owned course, if any, have on that. Okay, we'll continue. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. No, no, no. Hello, it's 7.07 on this Friday, June 1st. It's your morning ritual. Me, Gary Lewis, on KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There there are three things I think you need to know. Uh, Number one, jobs, jobs, jobs. 3.8%, the unemployment rate lowered to 3.8%, lowest in 18 years. Why did this happen under uh, under Obama? I, I, I wonder why. Anyway... Uh, the racist Trump now has black unemployment at the record low of, uh, what did I say, 5.9% from 6.6? Yeah. Uh, Hispanic unemployment. Are you, again, Hispanic unemployment. Oh, 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 the racist Trump. Yes, a, uh, well, Hispanic unemployment is down to 4.9%. Wages up 2.7% year over year. I tell you what, this he just, he just doesn't get it. He just doesn't know what he's doing. It's just terrible. Second thing that I think you... Need to know Samantha B uh, is not really sorry. She put out a statement yesterday that she uh, used a bad word and she's sorry about that and it was over the line and she regrets it. But then last night she actually got an award. She got an award um, at a at some some kind of uh, she got a social change award. What are the what are the odds? What are the, the look at the timing of all this stuff, right? Um, so she gets an award and while she they they barred the media by the way, media not allowed in. Illegal immigrants allowed in. Immediate not allowed in. So she said that basically, I don't understand why we argued all day about one word. We should be more incensed about families being ripped apart, kids being taken from their parents. So she's not sorry. Two advertisers, State Farm and Auto Trader, have uh, left her show, and that's it. And Turner doesn't really care what happened. Doesn't really care. Third thing, I think you need to know, and there's a lot of stuff to, to talk about, but I, I do like this one too. These things, they make me feel good, right? They make me feel good. Um, Harvard-Harris survey. Uh, how voters view the economy. More than 45% believe the economy is headed in the right direction. Uh, 40% say the wrong direction. What is what is the deal with them? Uh, anyway, stronger numbers within the, pres- within the president's base. 53% of those 65 and older. 75% of Trump voters, 70% of conservatives, 69% of Republicans. The view is rosier than one might believe among young voters. 43%, 18 to 34-year-olds, 45%, 35 to 49. Uh, Hispanics, African-Americans, 32% each. Independents, 43% all think it's going the right way as well. So that's growing. So more people are jumping on the Trump uh, bandwagon, minorities, younger people. Uh, so Zogby says it looks like he's going to be reelected pretty easily in 2020 at this point. 
Three things I think you need to know. Now, let's talk to Mike Zinkin. Because uh, there's an election coming in Oro Valley. uh, Where if you ask me, uh, you have uh, the current council and mayor, they all need to go. Because they're irresponsible as hell with money. We've talked about this for like almost four. You believe it's almost four years now, Mike? Oh, I believe it. It's it's insane. (laughs) They buy the damn golf course, uh, the El Conquistador. It loses, what, about two, two and a half million every year, approximately? That's what the record shows, yeah. Since, uh, it says here, since 2014, since the, you guys bought, since Oro Valley, you were part of the council at that point, right. and you didn't want to do this. Right. Since the community center has bought the golf courses, everything, over $7 million in lost money. Right? $7 million. Right. That's insane to me. So Vistoso goes under. Right? Vistoso goes under. They're, they're basically going under. Right. Shutting off the water. Privately owned. Um, do you think... I don't know if it's bad management. I don't know if it was just water costs going up, fewer people playing golf. I mean, the economy has been rough the last few years. It's finally getting better. Maybe people will finally start to play golf again. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, what, what do you think the impact you know, uh, I, of, of the I, town town course? I really don't know why it's all happened. I think it has to do with golf. Okay. Golf's dying, no yeah. matter what you do. Your generation is not playing golf. I mean, your generation... Husband and wife are both working to make ends meet. Yeah. And they're going to spend their weekends with their kids. They're not going to spend their weekends four and a half, five hours on a golf course with $1,000 worth of golf clubs yeah. in the back. You know? Yeah. They got a higher priority than doing that. My generation, on the other hand, is still playing golf. Yeah. You guys didn't care about your kids or your wife. You just said you'd get back and <laughs> but get you, in the kitchen. But you were one of my food. kids, so we really failed. <laughs> exactly. That's why you want to get away from me. Uh, but honestly, that's, I mean, my wife always busts my chop. She's in a good way. She's like, you should go play golf in it. But I have severe guilt. Maybe it's a Jewish thing. Maybe it's not. But I'm, I don't get to see my kids early in the morning for breakfast at all during the week because I'm on the radio. So I like to make my, you know, my, my five-year-old breakfast in there. And yeah. it, it's just one of, you know, again, like the one guy, Aaron Biggers. Right. He's the one guy that could have turned around and gave positive, uh, it gave a way out for Oro Valley for their money-losing golf course. And he said, people aren't playing. Play, right. Make it nine right. holes or 12 holes. Right. Nobody has five hours anymore. But what, what, what you, you know, the golf... The $5.6 million in, contra- in golf, golf and restaurant losses. Both, yeah. Okay. The sales tax revenues were $6.5 million. So, you, you know, there was, it's covered there. The, cap- the capital improvements. Yes. That's what they're going to bond. And that's where they lied. Oral Valley. Because they're, they're going to bond, they want to bond $6 million. Well, they're going to bond for a lot. But of the oh. bond, $6 million okay. is going for golf and the community center. Uh, 1.8 one year for golf, 1.8 the next year for golf. So it's actually 2.6. Going to golf. 3.6. 3.6 yeah. going to golf over the next two years. During the PowerPoints that Greg Caton and the mayor thrived on. Four tw- year, almost four years ago. In 2014 when, yeah. they were, when they were trying to convince the world what a great thing this was. Yeah. Their PowerPoints included capital gain, capital improvements as being part of the revenue. All the sales tax is going to cover, gonna cover all, all, this, all that. Right? Yeah. So what they did is they promised $5 million in capital improvements. And so far, they've only delivered about six hundred thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. What they're missing is what they're bonding for. Yep, there you go. Right? You're right. And so, and and you 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 saw the quote. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the mayor said, "Why do I want to settle?" This is a direct quote from Satish Iyermath. Yeah, why do I want to settle my residents not only to pay interest? Let's let's first let's just say it breaks even. Why do I want to pay extra money when I can have the cash? All right. In other words, why do I want to bond? Because yep. And he also mentions that Burns, Councilman Burns and Councilman Gardner's talked about bonding. I talked about bonding. We can bond for $10 million and build a brand new community center and forget golf. 
Why do we want a bond? We got cash to pay for this, and we have a plan with the sales tax revenues and anticipated revenues in golf and so forth that are going to cover all this. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't come close to covering it. Nope. So now all of a sudden, we're going to bond. He's going back on everything that he said. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's going yeah. back on everything that he said. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, considering that, that he was against paying interest and extra money and everything else, it's kind of funny that he was pushing. I mean, he couldn't officially push, but he was pushing that Naranja Park bond, which would have right. cost taxpayers $12 million in interest. Right. You know, all of a sudden that changes as well. So these golf courses, they promised again, by I remember this, by year five, it would break even, right? Wasn't that the original back in the right, day? Well, that's his direct quote. Are we yeah. going to project a profit? No, we're not. In year four or five, we're going to be a project of profit. You're damn right we are. That's what he said. That's a direct quote. And you know, it's too bad Satish, who I know is listening right now, and is probably eating him alive. But Satish, what happened? Is it ever going to turn a profit? You're more than welcome to call in. 880-KNST, 880-5678. The last time I texted him was months ago, months and maybe even last year, and invited him on to talk about something, and he declined, shockingly enough, um, because he has no answer. And that's why the people in Oro Valley need to wake the hell up and vote out this freaking clown. And the well, people he's got, that just he's got answers, but his answers aren't bared by the facts. That's they're they're lie. Yeah, right. so he can't come on here. He knows he can't come on here and lie. Right. And he's a slick talker. And it's funny, a brave guy talks smack. He'll he'll privately or whatever, not on the not on the radio, say things about you, say things about me, and never actually get. A, I don't know. Again, if if people were saying things about me that weren't true or spouting things that weren't true, I'd be the first to call up and say, no, no, you're wrong, and here's why. But we never get that from Satish because he's lying about this. It's never going to make money. I mean, think about this. It's never going to make money. They they need to bond for $6 million for capital improvements for this damn golf course in Oro Valley they bought. And and you couple that in. You can go 10 years from now. It's still going to be in the hole. And and are they going to somehow justify all this? Are they going to somehow justify that this was a great thing for the community? When, by the way, it has fewer members now than it did a year ago, right? 234 members. 234 members of the Golf Court Association right now. Back in about December of 15, June yeah. talked to us at the at a council meeting, and they were project. I'm sorry, before that, they were projecting we need 318 members by December. Of that first year? Yeah. They didn't get close to it. In fact, they've lost members since then. Yep. Back when the Sheridan had the golf course, you know, there was 400-some-plus members. But you got to remember, the Sheridan and Hilton can write off the golf losses. Exactly. We, well, so the, can the town. They write it off to the taxpayers. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you look at this sad thing, by the way, Mike Zinkins in studio. He's a former Oro Valley Town Councilman on KNST AM 790. Um, you, you look at uh, Vistoso Golf Club. They go under. They went on. You know, they maybe they couldn't afford their water. Maybe they couldn't do all yeah, that stuff. Know, I don't know. I, I read but, but, but here's the thing. They did not have the endless supply of taxpayer money to cover their losses. That's correct. So it's literally, again, impossible to compete with the government. Because the government, they could keep on going. Right. Not a problem. Right. That's totally unfair. You know, I read Greg Hansen's column the other day. I didn't realize this because it happened before. I moved. But, but Vistosa used to be the real gem. People were standing in line to pay $100 a round. Yep. I played there the couple weeks ago. It was immaculate. Mm-hmm. But Vistosa's got some of the same issues that the Elkhorn Key store does. In the branch of Vistosa, you got to drive over desert to get to the fairway. So if you top the ball or do all kinds of stupid things like I do with my driver, sure. you're bouncing around in the desert. You're not getting to the fairway. At the Elkhorn Keystar, if you turn right or turn left on your drive, you're in the desert. Yep. It's not like Del Yurick or Randolph North, where if you slice or, or hook your ball, you're in somebody else's fairway, but you can find your ball and use it again. Mm-hmm. 
So it's the same kind of difficult desert golf. It's just yeah. a di- whole different animal. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, a handicapped guy like me, 20-plus, has a very difficult time. So you don't even enjoy playing it is what you're saying. It's not as much fun. Yeah. Yeah. You want, you want a good score. All right. Uh, 718 now on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, so you have less people now as members than a year ago. Right. Um, I mean, again, you, you, I like to stay in my hole, but you talk to people. And, I mean, are, are people finally realizing how bad this is? I hope so. You know, uh, we just keep hammering away. You know, there's blogs, there's, there's websites, there's Facebook pages, Take Back OV. We're doing all we can to get the word out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, don't get me wrong. Higher math has its base, we want to call it that. And there's nothing you can do to that base that's going to change their mind. And that's fine. We realize that. Uh his base wasn't enough for Axe the Tax. 72% of the town said, no, we don't yeah. want a property tax, even though it's only $5 a month. We don't want to do it. So That's hopefully why. some of those people have woken up and they can, you know, Realize they can, they can look at the, what the challengers have to say this year and, and make a decision based on, on, on what because they Because there's more. What people can really want. I want to talk about this coming up. I want to talk about what people can actually want with this money, what they're not going to get because it's going to the golf course. Sure. We'll talk about that. And, uh, and Nakoma Sky. Out of nowhere, this is a it was a senior, it's basically a assisted re- living kind of a thing. Well, right? it's comprehensive retirement. You go in as independent living, and you go out as hospice, and and, and there's all the different levels in between. Well, they were supposed to build. They just abruptly stopped. They Correct. said, we're out. Yeah. We're, after they got all the land ready and everything else. Um, but there's something about it that people didn't realize, and we'll talk about that, too. Don't don't go anywhere. Mike, you can't go anywhere because okay. of your uh, your handicap, which is your, your golf game, whatever. <laughs> okay. We'll continue. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most simulating talk. Jen. Hey, it's Garrett Lewis. It's 726. Uh, thank you for hanging out. Going to be sunny 99 today. 100, 105 tomorrow. 107 on Sunday. Uh, sweet. Right? Sweet. Um, Mike Zinkin is still in here. He won't leave. Former Ore Valley Town Councilman. <laughs> what are you, Matt Lauer? <laughs> oh, my God, I hit the button underneath the desk. Yeah, engineer finally did that. Yeah, let me out. Good one, right? No, no. So, uh, really quick, uh, this is really incredible. We, we got to go over a couple of things that we, we were going to talk about and things we just talked about during the break. Um, again, just involving Oro Valley. Just bear with me on this, okay? Uh, the Mayor Satish Hiremath. Because all the there, there's what there's three councilmen, there's three people challenging council members and one person challenging the mayor. Right, yeah, that uh, they're gonna they're up in Oro Valley. And again, as long just vote out everybody that's currently there. That's all you got to do. But anyway, all these people have to say is the town has lost over seven million dollars of your money with a bad golf course purchase. That's it. And if Hiramath comes back, well, no, but we have sales tax. It's covering this cost. Great. So it costs more of your money, even more. You're not only you paying for the losses, you're paying more on everything that you buy in Oro Valley, to cover the losses. And who's benefiting from it? 234 I, members. That's, that's it. They're the you're, only you're ones right. benefiting. It's a great point. There's another 43,000 people in the town that the, aren't getting anything out. And, and think think of this. You know, you have young families in uh, in Oro Valley, and you have uh, codgers like you. So think of what $7 million you could have built ball fields and pickleball courts at the same time. Right. Right? Right. You could have done all this. I mean, seriously. You know, they all of this stuff, that's all these candidates have to do. These people have misspent... Think of where your money could have gone. Well, you know, they, they converted some tennis courts at the community center to pickleball courts. If it's a community center, why can't the community play there for free? They're paying sales tax revenue to get it. Yeah. That's how they converted. Yeah. But no, you got to pay. 
It's really? not a community center. It's a community. No. It's a, it's a membership center. That's all it is. It's a club. Yeah, it's a club. Is all it is. So, uh, by the way, one thing we mentioned is that, or you mentioned off the air, the mayor apparently claims that thirty percent of all of those sales tax revenues, the five million bucks, whatever they get every year, or they've gotten that, or not every year, but since they they installed the sales, they tax get about increase, two point one million a year. Yeah, he says that thirty percent of that comes from people that are non residents, non residents. Right. But he has never shown any evidence to he actually. He was back challenged up his by a resident when he came up with that number. You know, where do you get that number? I can't find that anywhere when I Google and stuff like that. And the mayor's response was, you proved me wrong. Oh, was he Harry Reid? Remember when Harry Reid said, a guy told me Mitt Romney hasn't paid taxes in 10 years. And he's like, well, I, can you prove that? Prove, pr- prove it's not true. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. What a... So anyway, real quick. Uh, so people aren't getting their ball fields. Instead, they're, waste, they're, they're covering the losses of a golf course, which... Uh, you know, again, if they just let it go, if they, they should contact that Aaron Biggers guy again and have him just do his plan to make it down to 12 holes or nine holes, whatever it might be to where it's not a financial drain on people. Um, would Oro Valley survive with Vistoso closed? And if all of a sudden this isn't, uh, you know, if there's not, let's just say El Conquistador, the town on course closes also. Would people, would we survive? I mean, that story that I saw in the, in the local paper, there are a lot of golf courses with 15 miles. Survive? Oh, yeah. yeah, golf would be fine. Yeah, you still got you know, Crooked Tree, which is close. So you got the views, which is right there in Oro Valley. Yep, yep. Another Oro Valley golf course. Yep, and then you could drive. You have you have the Omni. You have La Paloma. You have all these places right. where you can actually go play. Right. And you'd and you'd be okay. Everyone would be, life would go on, right? Uh, and really quick, Nakoma Sky, that that uh, adults, residents. Compre- uh Whatever the hell it is. retirement community. I had no idea about this until I talked to you. They were going to build, and apparently they were going to have some like five-story structures right. there, which is insane. Right. Uh, but they, you told me they were a 501c3. Right. Which means they were going to build there and never pay property taxes. The minute they bought that property, they bought the property from Pepper Viner, who was going to put in homes yep. until 2008. Yeah. Hit the market. The minute they bought that property, signed the escrow, they came off the county tax rolls. So no, they don't Just pay like property that. tax. No right. property tax. Right. And then and Oro Valley was okay with that. They say, yeah, you build there. No well, Oro Valley the doesn't. Oro Valley doesn't benefit from the county property. No, tax. but, but, but the rest of does. Do, I guess. does. They weren't going to pay for any of the Amphi School District. No, nope. they don't pay for the for the Golden Ranch District. They don't pay for the county roads. That's the whole thing. The county you know? roads. Uh, well, and then now the county has you know is reimbursing is is reimbursing Oro Valley like eight hundred thousand dollars in the next fiscal year for roads surface resurfacing. But if 503Cs don't pay property tax, so they don't contribute to those funds, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, that money's gone. But, but when we bought the golf course, we took $40,000 off the property tax. That's another us. thing. Yep, more, yeah. e- even, even less. So, yeah. awesome. Well, uh, look, thank you for digging in and doing this stuff and calling out the mayor again who didn't understand, he didn't want to pay any interest, didn't want to do any of that stuff. Now he wants to bond out the money that they're short for the, the same, capital improvements. The same residency didn't want to saddle with extra money. He's not going to saddle with extra money. And there's no... No doubt in my mind, no matter how many people go up at the meeting, and I hope they all show up on June 6th and scream and yell, do that, but do it knowing it's going to go in vain. It's going to be a 7-0 vote, and they're going to approve that budget. Yep, but that's why the only thing you can do, go and scream, but again, vote these clowns out. Vote they're them out. responsive to the citizens. No. You know? no ball fields, nothing to, for a couple more, for about five more years. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no, because... Last year, they actually put a couple of fields that were already planned in the budget right. in Naranjo Park. And this year's budget has like $300,000 to redo the fields at James Creek Park and okay. to resurface the tennis courts at the community center. Yep. No new ball fields, no additional ball fields, just renovating existing ball fields. And there's but nothing. They're gonna put, yeah. they're going to put a million plus back into savings 
and it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars for little league field. What happened to those kids that were screaming, "I need fields"? Oh yeah. So they're saying that they're going to say they're fiscally prudent, even though the golf course loses money by putting a million bucks back in. That oh yeah, look, we could have spent it, but we're in, we're we're doing all you right. Know, they could Mayor, use that Mr. money, Mister Mayor. You have it both ways. You can put money in savings and also meet the needs of your people. Wow, unbelievable! And right now, there's no fields scheduled to be built till what 2022, 2023? Fiscal, uh, something like a fiscal twenty three. Yeah, yeah. So. There you go. So uh, basically, again, these people are just in over their heads or they're liars or crooked or who knows everything. It's all there. We're going to have you on again and uh, and it, because we haven't had you on in a while. And um, there's been an update. And again, fewer members than there were a year before at the town owned course. There's a lot of stuff going on. Mike, thank you very much. My pleasure. And keep being a thorn in their sides, man. <laughs> My pleasure. I dig it. Okay. I, they don't like it, but I do. All right, we're going to continue. 733. Uh, there's, you could talk about this if you'd like, but there's other stuff to talk about as well. The phenomenal jobs numbers. Uh, also, um, you have, uh, did, did you hear the latest, by the way, uh, we had Starbucks. I got to play this for you. We just, it's toward the end of the week. We had the Starbucks, their racial bias training. Everything's better at Starbucks now, right? Um, they still allow people to say black coffee, which I just don't understand. But, but, uh, apparently do you want to know how much the media loved Starbucks? And I predicted this. We have a funny montage of what the media was saying about these Starbucks racial bias training. It's coming up right now. Here's Fox. <laughs> a guy that's well let's just say he's not six feet tall have an ego that big one word stimulation the morning ritual with garrett lewis is on knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk yes hello 740 what's up on this friday three things i think you need to know unemployment numbers fantastic we added 223,000 jobs in may Crushing expectations. Unemployment down to 3.8%. Wages up to two points, up 2.7% from a year earlier. How about that? Black unemployment at a record low. Record low. Oh my goodness, what? 5.9% down from the old record, 6.6. Hispanic unemployment just 4.9%. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, things are looking all right. Second thing that I think you need to know, Samantha B has lost uh, two advertisers, State Farm and uh and Auto Trader, but uh, she won an award yesterday. She won an award. She what are the odds she had to go to a, some kind of award show? She was given a social change award and then she basically was like, uh, you know what? We're I'm not sorry. She said I don't understand why we're so arguing all day about a word, a word when we should be more incensed about Children being ripped out of their arms of mothers on the border. So she's not. She's not She's not sorry. And neither is Turner, and we'll get into that. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, more Americans are thinking their life is better under Trump. That includes blacks, Hispanics, and younger voters. Oh, yeah. 68% of people tell pollsters, according to Zogby, the economy is strong. 32% say it's weak. What? 57% of Hispanics, 58% of African Americans, 63% of political moderates say the economy is strong. Oh, boy. So Zogby is like, I think that uh, Trump's going to roll pretty easily in 2020. Oh, boy. Uh, he is ticking up with more support from 18 to 34-year-olds, 35 to 49 Hispanics, African Americans, and independents as well. Uh, so those are three things I think you need uh, to know.
So let's have some fun on this Friday. Also, we always have fun, but you know, why not? Uh, the media couldn't get enough. I, I told you about this and I'm sure you knew about it too. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this one out, but you know, the media was going to just sit back and just absolutely love the Starbucks racial bias training where they told everybody you're racist and you just don't realize it. And we're going to tell you how to not be racist uh, because we're a coffee shop. But we're not really. We're actually what we really are is a social justice hangout. It's what we are. And um, you want to hear the media reaction to Starbucks. Starbucks racial bias training that took place on Tuesday. Uh, listen to this montage. Here we go. Starbucks, the world's biggest coffee chain, will close this afternoon for mandatory racial sensitivity training. This is a very dramatic step. Starbucks has always been at the vanguard of trying to figure out what the right way is. Shutting their stores down for an entire afternoon. Closing some 8,000 of its company-owned stores today. When you close your chain, okay, that's not for sure. Executive Chairman Howard Schultz says the company is not going to stop. What we're doing today is historic. There's no company in America that has ever done anything quite like this. Oh, this will yeah. be tens of millions of dollars. Tens of millions. It's dumb. In the tens of millions of dollars. They're spending tens of millions tens of, of dollars. Million. Might cost the company about 12 million. 12 million bucks 12 million. in revenue. It looks like the marketplace is doing one thing, even if it costs money in the short term. He told ah. me, I didn't think this could happen at Starbucks because inclusion is so integral to who we are. Look at Starbucks, yeah. how fast. I thought Kevin Johnson did an amazing job. Job responding very quickly. Starbucks took on this issue head on. Starbucks was trying to be on the right side of history. I applaud them. And the oh, corporation yeah. said, well, that, we're going to do something about it. That's what it. I was going to say. A lot of the companies are standing up and with, with inclusive messages. Support inclusiveness and tolerance. Companies in this day and age ha have a conscience. As <laughs> usual, corporate America, the culture of America yes. is far ahead. We really have entered a new era. Trying to educate mm -hmm. at least their employees. They realize this really could be a teachable moment. As a teachable moment for countless employees teaching right. for their employees right. to learn together in small groups i wish our schools would do this <laughs> i wish schools would do this schools schools so there you go uh they absolutely love it i mean why why wouldn't they love it so i mean just and one of the reasons i play that is not just because it's entertaining as hell right uh it's the ultimate again double standard in the media because they love the stupidity of what Starbucks is doing. They lose about, according to Bloomberg, $16 million in sales, over $16 million, by shutting down for an afternoon uh, to, to have Common lecture the employees on how they need to be uh, uh, color brave or something like that, right? Uh, so you have that. Yet Trump actually is doing major, major great things for our economy. And they are literally ignoring it. They are ignoring it. Um, the media thinks Starbucks is doing awesome things by having racial bias training. Trump is actually having, through his economic policies, more blacks and Hispanics in the workforce than ever before. And he's still racist and he's dumb. But Starbucks, losing over $16 million to tell people to whip out a book and find out, you know, discover me, me, and you, you. Uh, they're doing the right thing. So... Just what the media is so absolutely stupid, right? So absolutely stupid. More people, minorities, are working than ever before. Yet Trump's a racist. Starbucks loses, willingly loses money. Everybody laughs at them except the media, which is why, you know, the media is just hurting themselves again. 
and they want to con- they want to they want to put it out there that Trump is a racist. We played the sound bites yesterday from that culture critic on CNN and everything else. I mean, it's 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 really crazy. And then Hollywood, by the way, I mean, this goes to show you the big. This is the big divide. Now, for the longest time, they've had the power to get their point across. Uh, Hollywood, the media, the news, right? They only wanted you to know what they thought was right. Now, with talk radio, with social media, with the internet, even though social media tries to censor you, the internet, we're getting our word out there. We are. I mean, Hollywood is defending Samantha B calling Ivanka Trump a C-word. They're defending it. Think, think about it. Once again, Trump's actual real results, things that you can actually measure that are tangible, that are, they're right there. He's doing great things for every American, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, unit, whatever it is. They're all working more than they ever have before. Unemployment is down, down at record low for blacks, 2.9% for Asians. Uh, 4.9% for Hispanics. Yet he's a racist, you know what? They love women. They're the party of women. They're standing up for a woman that called another woman the C word because she disagrees with her politics and hates her dad. But I'm telling you, there's more of us than there are of them. Uh, and that's that's what you need to know. There's more of us than there are of them. And that's why when it comes to the midterms, I'm not worried. Now, who knows what's going to happen? But I'm just trying to use everything that I've seen, my experience, common sense, and say, man, it's going to be a real eye-opener again, and they're going to freak out one more time. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? It's going to be so awesome come come November after the midterms. Do you realize how, how insane it's going to be? They're going to lose their minds even more. Even more. Now, did you hear some of the reaction, by the way, uh, to Samantha B. Sally Field. The one, you know, you like me, you like me, you really, really like me. And if you follow me on Twitter, I was tweeting all these things yesterday afternoon and last night also. Sally Field tweeted out, I like Samantha B a lot, but she is flat wrong to call Ivanka a C-word. C-words are powerful, beautiful, nurturing, and honest, meaning that is what Ivanka is not. Uh, Mini Driver. That was the wrong word for Samantha B to have used, but mostly because Ivanka has neither the warmth nor the depth. Apparently of that body part. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Right? Isn't that great? I don't even know who some of these people are. Uh, but apparently, they, I guess they're famous. Who knows? Right? Um, uh, some comedian, Michael Ian Black, who's apparently good friends with Meghan McCain, uh, wrote, we are all C-words today. Like, all of a sudden, this is something that's being accepted. Uh, Billy Eichner, he's an actor. Is he the crazy guy? Yells at people and stuff like that. Honestly, I think Samantha B was being generous. I mean, they are literally attacking women. They, these are supposed to be the people that are for women. And they are making it okay to call a woman a C-word because they hate her dad and disagree with her politics. And by the way, she's the most lib Trump there is. Ivanka Trump is sitting there trying to fight for uh, uh, for more maternity leave. And trying to fight for more women to be in jobs and more women to own companies. That's what she's fighting for. And these these people are just literally dumb. Yes. They're, they are, you're right. They are, they are 100% dumb. You know, as they say, 
they hate us because they ain't us. And that's what it is. You're right. You're right. Insane. Seven fifty. You hate me because I'm beautiful. On the radio. <laughs> Seven fifty one. We'll continue in five. We'll get to uh, uh, there. There's more. There's more about this whole uh, Samantha B stuff. And I have great more great economic news as well. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating flash radio. What's up? It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. It's 8.07. Thank you for hanging out. It is, uh, it's good. It's, it's, there's a lot of good going on. There's a lot of, there really is. There's a lot of good going on. Now, there are three things I think you need to know, and this is like the best, because, listen, it's all about the economy, right? It's all about the economy. Who's that? I don't know. Uh, Some random people just walking in. Sorry. Uh, first thing I think you need to know is the economy is freaking booming. Unemployment drops to an 18-year low. We added 223,000 jobs. The egghead experts predicted only 190,000. Uh, Hispanic unemployment at a 4.9%. Black unemployment down to a record low 5.9% from 66 last month, which was a record also. Uh, what am I forgetting here? Uh, 2.9% unemployment for Asians. One point uh, or three point five for white people, the white people and your privilege. Things are good. Wages up two point seven percent year over year. Uh, yet that is not celebrated. Trump's the worst. He's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's a trade war. And Samantha B is a genius. Second thing I think you need to know: Samantha B is not really sorry. She won a Hollywood Award yesterday, or a TV award, an award for basically using her show as like a social change movement, which. Sure it is. Two advertisers have dropped State Farm and Auto Trader uh, from her show. It's EBS, owned by Turner Broadcasting. And they basically were like, eh, eh. Hollywood defending a woman being called to see. Uh, they are losing. They are losing and they are going insane. We'll talk more about that. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that Zogby, John Zogby put out a poll and he said, guess what? Uh, Trump is... Holding his base, but picking up more. Picking up more. 38% of 18 to 34-year-olds feel good about the country's direction. A possible pickup of support from a group that was not happy with his election. It is going up. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Blacks, Hispanics, younger people jumping on the Trump train, according to John Zogby. He's predicting a pretty easy win in 2020. Good luck, Kamala Harris. Three things I think you need to know. Listen, uh, the economy is fantastic. It's great. It's working out very, very well. And that's why I'm just like, look at look at what's going on right now. Uh, the me- This is why people don't like the media. This is why people don't like Hollywood. Um, they are not controlling you anymore. They're not controlling the message. They're not controlling the narrative. They're not convinced. They're not convincing you anymore that their way is the right way, and what and, and their way is what everyone is thinking. In what world is it okay to call a woman a C? It's it's not, it's not. But they're legitimizing it. They are literally legitimizing it. They go crazy on Roseanne. They're legitimizing this, 
Uh, Trump, again, has unbelievable unemployment numbers. How can you say anything bad about it? Especially um, it, it, you have minorities working more now than ever. It's not like his economy is saying, you know what, we only want white, we only want white people to work and nobody else. The fact that the more that CNN and Hollywood and MSNBC and, and other people in the media continue to tout these stupid things, these dumb things, the worse it's going to be for them and the better it's going to be for you and me. That's just the way it is. The economy is rolling right now. It is rolling. It is so good. It is so good. Let me tell you this. Uh, Samantha B. won an award yesterday. Uh, the Television Academy Honors. Her nomination statement. For its dedication to making the audience laugh while making it think. The Television Academy is proud to include Full Frontal with Samantha B in the Television Academy Honors. The show serves up current political and social facts with a side of satire. A side of C-word. Cauliflower. She won an award last night. She freaked out and called Ivanka Trump a C because her dad's policy to separate kids from their parents when they cross our border illegally to try to deter more from coming over. She thinks it's just wrong, right? It is just wrong. However, uh, at this uh, at this award show, where I would have loved to to get the sound bites from what she said, the media was banned. So once again, Samantha B wants illegal aliens led into this country, asylum or not, let them in. But where she received an award, she was totally fine with the media. Being told you are not allowed in here. You don't have the proper documentation. You can't come in. Isn't that funny? Isn't that great? I th- I'd wish other people would understand that. I think you do. And again, she's not sorry. She she again uh, said yesterday she's glad she got the award. She's glad that uh, management at her at Turner and TBS have her back, which of course they do. And what she said was recorded seen and approved by management they approved calling ivanka trump a c that's okay we're good her apology was a bunch of crap it was fake elaine what do you think of samantha b's apology fake 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 thank you thank you Again, I'll read you exactly what she said last night after her BS apology of, I said the wrong word, and it was just, I would cross the line. It was just so bad. I'm sorry. No, she's not. Last night at the uh, Television Academy, at the award show, again, closed to the media because of what she said. They literally wouldn't let, they don't want people to know. That's how open and transparent they are, right? She said, quote, every week I strive to show the world as I see it, unfiltered. Sometimes I should probably have a filter. I accept that. I take it seriously when I get it right, and I do take responsibility when I get it wrong. We spent the day wrestling with the repercussions of one bad word when we all should have spent the day incensed that as a nation we are wrenching children from their parents and treating people legally seeking asylum as criminals. So, basically... Deflection. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? I was totally right. I'm sick and tired of saying I'm sorry. I don't really mean it. We should be more mad about what's going on to people coming here illegally and getting them, I guess, better treatment, in my mind, better treatment, I'm Samantha B. Uh, than me calling the president's daughter 
a C word. I mean, who really cares? Who really cares about that? A lot of us. So she got like the social change award or some crap like that. And again, I think the only thing that she is now changing socially uh, is the fact that she's making it acceptable to call people, uh, women that you disagree with, a C. Right? Imagine if somebody called Nancy Pelosi that. Are you saying nobody has? I don't know, but not publicly. Not publicly. And that's, look, that's just the way it is. You're free to say whatever the hell you want, but not publicly. But then that's why we look at this and we say, man, that's just dumb. And most of the country agrees with that. They do. Most. There's, there's some maniacs that that don't. They, they sit back and say, eh, well, you know, it is what it is and whatever. Um, but this, this proves that, that, you know what? We, we are winning. We are winning. Don't let yourself get caught up in the whole thing. Should she be fired? Should she not be fired? Blah, blah, blah. Not that big of a, you know what? Of course she should be, but you can't lose sleep all over. You can't, you can't control it. You can't control it. Okay. Impossible. Um, you want, you want more winning? You really, you want some more? Costco. All we do is win, yes, win, win. Yes, that's true. Costco. You love Costco, right? You need 74 rolls of toilet paper. We all do. Costco is raising its minimum wage to $14 an hour. 14 bucks an hour to work at Costco. From 13 to 14. Uh, the CFO, Richard Galanti, said this. He said around 130,000 employees will benefit. Uh, why? Why is this happening? Why? It comes in the wake of the Republican corporate tax cuts. But wait a second. I thought that that was just going into the pockets of the uh, the CEOs and the shareholders, which, by the way, they have every right to do that. But no, no, no. Yep. Yep. Um, they want to make sure they keep their employees. People are fighting over employees now. Walmart, remember, they announced back in January, hourly employees going from 9 bucks to 11 bucks an hour, getting a $1,000 bonus uh, for other employees who would not benefit from the wage increases. So starting uh, 10 days from now, uh, apparently if you, uh, you work at uh, Costco, you're going from 13 bucks an hour to 14 bucks an hour. It's the way it is. You might think it's, it's not peanuts. They're taking the money and putting it back into their workers. They don't need the, you don't need a government to mandate a wage increase. You got to just have a great economy and have competition for employees. And it's up to the companies to figure out if it's worth it to keep those employees or not. It's as simple as that. This is more phenomenal news. These, I mean, how many more examples do you need of the economy just roaring along? But you have people out there saying that Trump's getting us into a trade war and it's like he doesn't know what he's doing and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. You want to know how good this news is on this Friday with the economy? And it is just absolutely rolling right now. And we are, how many months are we into this now? 17, we're in our 18th month, yes. 18 month of Trump. Yes. It's just starting the 18th month of Trump. And it is, what's it going to be like in five years? What's it going to be like in two years? The Atlanta Fed is predicting 4.7% growth in the second quarter. I'll take four. I'll take three. I'll take three and a half. So you know what? The economy is doing so well. Happy Friday. 
I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. We will make America great again. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. You will never be ignored again. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. America will start winning again. Yes. You're going to be so proud of your country. You're going to be so proud of your president. Yes. And I don't care about that. But you are going to be so proud of your country because we're going to turn it around and we're going to start winning again. We're going to win so much. We're going to win at every level. We're going to win economically. We're going to win with the economy. We're going to win with military. We're going to win with health care and for our veterans. We're going to win with every single facet. We're going to win so much. You may even get tired of winning and you'll say, please, no. please. It's too much winning. No, we it's can't not. take it anymore. Mr. President, it's too much. And I'll say, no, it isn't. <laughs> we have to keep winning. We have to win more. We're going to win more. We're going to win so much. America will start winning again. Winning like never before. Oh, boy. This is your day. This is your celebration. And this, the United States of America, is your country. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis. We will face many challenges, but with the faith in each other and the faith in God, we will get the job done. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ah, drop the mic. 820, we'll continue. Phone lines are jammed. I will get more to you and hear what you have to say. But isn't it just fantastic? We have all this positive news, and then you get these these fun-hating people that are just miserable SOBs that just want to complain, complain, complain about stuff when everything is actually going well because they're losing, when they just can't see the big picture. Now, again, if Obama actually had policies that worked positively, because they work, they just work negatively. But if they worked positively, I'd be like, you know what? Okay, I was wrong. I, I was wrong. You got me. You know what? I'm going to enjoy the good times. And more people are realizing that. they Not everybody like Trump, but that's why I keep telling you in these, uh, you know, with the three things, I think it's big. You're learning and you're not finding out anywhere else that more and more people that weren't Trump people are now becoming Trump people. Media is not telling you that because they don't want you to know it. They don't want you to know it. No, no, no. So we'll continue. Don't go anywhere. The fun, it's not stopping. I'm, I'm paid to be here till 10. It's KNSD AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 827, Garrett Lewis with you. Thanks for hanging out. You're going to be 99 today, 105 tomorrow, 107 on Sunday, 105 on Monday. Uh, Samir Samana, global quantitative and technical strategist with Wells Fargo Investment, told Fox Business payrolls came in ahead of expectations. Uh, unemployment, under underemployment, tick down. You know that? Yeah, people that are stuck working part-time and are upset with their job, that dropped from 78 to 7.6%, meaning they're finding jobs they like and they're finding full-time jobs. Anyway, this Samir Samana also said, um, wage growth ticked up and came in a bit ahead of expectations, which it did, but nothing that would worry us about runaway wage inflation. No, 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 no. We don't know what the Fed's going to do. Are they going to raise interest rates? We have no idea. No clue. 
Uh, and then, look, I, you know, there are some hosts, and, and somebody called in. I know Mark Levin. I listen to him. He's on afternoons here on KNST. He worries the tariffs are going to cause inflation, all this other stuff, and blah, blah, blah. Again, I just sit back and say, look, yes, a tariff, is, yes, yes, it's a tax in, in a sense. But we have gotten screwed for a very long time. We are the number one economy. We have to act like it. We're always so nice, we get kicked in the pants. It's about time we get things back our way, right? You think Canada and Mexico's economy can take what we can take with some tariffs? If some things go up a little bit, look, we're all, we're all, we're all working more. We're all making more. Wages are going up. We're going to be okay. Well, when you had uh, John McCain had the ability to give everybody a tax cut, he voted to keep Obamacare. Healthcare costs continue to go up. That's a tax. Everything can be a tax in that aspect, right? Where are the Republicans that were against the tariffs? Where were they? Are they screaming about what John McCain did? You know, what, what the problem is that Trump knows what he's doing when it comes to this stuff. How many times does he have to even, listen, even I have fallen victim a couple of times. I know, Ryan, you want to shove it in my face. Even I have fallen victim a couple of times saying, what the hell is he doing? But yet he always, he always wins. He always wins. All we do is win, win, win. Thanks, Don. They have a question to Don. You know, and I, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, our unemployment rate has not been this low since 1969. Other than April 2000. Hasn't been this low since 1969. That's incredible. What will the media talk about instead of this? Right? Now, is this that actual uh, that actual number? You know that the one that includes everybody, who, the people who've dropped out. No, no, no. That looking. no. This it, it, that's What's that's that the thing. What's the index? The, the uh, I believe that's a U six. U six. That dropped to seven point six. I know. I know. Not bad. It's it's not bad at all. There are still people that need to work and haven't worked, but we also need states to actually have uh, some to tighten it on welfare and say you're off the rolls. There are jobs out there. Go get one. Yeah. But some governors are scared to do that. That's that's just the way it is. Uh, Eight thirty now on KNST AM seven ninety. I'm just telling you. I mean, I'm even looking. Like I've been scanning videos and stories and everything about the uh, mainstream media. Uh, and I shouldn't even say the main, I hate that. Cause I think we're mainstream. Like, I don't want to call them mainstream media anymore. Uh, what do you want to call it? I, the fake media, leftist media, um, whatever you want to call it. I'm waiting. I haven't seen anybody actually, I, I have not seen anything go across uh, my screen and I've been doing it throughout the show, during the show, during the breaks to find out, are they saying anything bad about the economy? They're just not saying anything about it. Nothing. And, and you know, what are they talking about? You know, I should change it. What are they talking about? Are they talking? What can they possibly be talking about on MSNBC right now? Where's the remote? I got to look at this stuff. What could they possibly be saying? Do you have it? I don't have it. We'll find it. We'll figure it out. They're talking about Russia. By the way, you know what? They came out. $17 million is what it's cost us so far to pay for the Mueller investigation. $17 million. What a waste of money. $17 million for that? Producing what? What? And now, oh, this is what they're mad about. Trump tweeted out a little while before, really early this morning, before the jobs report came out at 5.30 hour time. 
looking forward to the jobs report. And the media is going to, you know, rip into that. And oh my God, how can this happen? Uh, Sarah Sanders told CNBC that Trump was briefed on the jobs report last night. It was appropriate to tweet it because he was looking forward to it. He didn't put out numbers early. He said he was looking forward to it. They're trying to rip him for doing that, for being excited about great news. Lawrence Summers. He worked with Clinton and Obama. He tweeted out, during the Clinton or Obama administrations, there had been a statement from the president or any, any, senior, any uh, senior official in the morning before the employment report. It would have been a major scandal with all sorts of investigations following on. No, it wouldn't have. What a bunch of crap that is. We have Hillary arranging uranium to be sold to Russia. And they're not reporting that scandal now, are they? What? A, these people are the worst. And then never Trumper and Trump hater Bill Crystal. Since Trump is tweeting ahead of time about the unemployment numbers, are we confident he isn't also privately telling family and friends about them ahead of time so they can front run the market? Here we go. Here we go. Uh-huh. Get out of here. Enough is enough. It's almost as if it's a bigger scandal than sending uh, Americans to their death and lying about it in Benghazi. Oh, by the way, did you hear about this? Maybe you have throughout the day. I just, you know who is a big fan? Who must be disappointing his parents? A big fan of Trump? I'll tell you about this. You, 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 if you haven't heard about this, you're going to be shocked by it. And I have some funny things to say about it. It's coming up in five. Right now, here's Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, what's your offer now, Ryan? I can waterboard you with some Jira Res water. I think we might have to do that. 841. Three things I think you need to know. You'll you tell sick. me the truth and you you'll be clean sick. all at the same time. Sick. By the way, real quick, on uh, MSNBC right now, they're talking about Michael Cohen's audio recording from the year 2015. Well, that's relevant. That's good. Very good. Very good. Well, nobody watches his stuff. Was he singing in the shower? Who knows? Got to turn this crap off. Uh, three things I think you need to know. The economy is on fire right now. Unemployment down to 3.8%. Lowest since the year 2000 and 1969, if you want to put it all together. Uh Black unemployment is a is at a record low, a record low. Hispanic unemployment is at four point nine percent. Black unemployment at five point nine. Uh, everything's on fire right now. You know, uh, uh, People's Pundit author Richard Barris. It's a great website, People's Pundit. He tweeted out: Construction has added two hundred eighty six thousand jobs over the past year. Manufacturing two hundred fifty nine thousand. These are complete reversals. Mining ninety one thousand jobs. Wages up two point seven percent in just one year. Second thing that I think you need to know, Samantha B. given an award at a, at an award show yesterday, some television honors award show, whatever the hell it is. They banned the media. Uh, so media, you can't come in. Illegal aliens, get into the country. And you're terrible if you don't let that happen. All right? You got to love that. Uh, and she wins an award for social change. And she basically said, we should. We spent all day worried about a word when we should be more upset about uh, you know babies and kids being ripped out of the parents' arms when they come here claiming asylum and stuff. Wow. She's not sorry. She sucks. She's a miserable, nasty human being. And uh, Turner doesn't care. They support her. Third thing that I think you need to know uh, when it comes to uh, people jumping on the Trump train. Oh, it's happening. Zogby had a poll out and did some data and said not only is Trump building his base, more and more young people, blacks, Hispanics are seeing their life better now than it has been. They're 
Their wallet's better now than it has been, and they, he is winning more people, younger people, blacks and Hispanics. Over to him. He's predicting a landslide win for Trump in 2020, which I think we all could have imagined. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, did you hear about this, by the way? You know Susan Rice, the uh, former national security advisor for Obama, who went on five Sunday shows lying about Benghazi and things like that, right? Did you hear about this? No. Benghazi, yes. This, no. What is this? You know, he is a hardcore conservative. Her son is a hardcore, hardcore. He is a uh, leader. He is a leader at Stanford University. He's one of the most vocal conservative leaders at Stanford University. John David Rice Cameron did an interview with Fox News. He said the Tea Party movement. Now, his mother was part of the Obama administration. The Tea Party was formed to challenge Obama. And the Tea Party won him over more than his mother did. The Tea Party movement inspired him to move away from his parents' politics and become a conservative. Now, two other reasons why he started to sway, right? He said his mother always said, listen, think for yourself, which kudos to her for that, right? Think for yourself. Uh, Develop your own ideas. So you know what that led him to do? To listen to Rush and Mark Levin. And that helped him become even more conservative. Is that incredible or what? Now think about this. On talk radio, we've actually been the ones telling the truth about Benghazi. And how Susan Rice was sent out to lie. You know, I don't know how this... How this would affect you. If you were... Imagine being a kid, right? And you're listening to Rush. And Rush is... Literally laying out how your mother is a liar. And people on talk radio, how your mom lied about this. What do you think of your mother at that point? How do you not get angry and get mad at Rush or anybody for ripping your mom? He avidly supports Trump. You know that his mother hates Trump. But he told Fox News, my mother and I have a great relationship. My mother believes strongly in the free and respectful exchange of ideas. How does he not say, well, Ma, if you believe that, what'd you say to Obama about him going after Tea Party people using the IRS? Because <laughs> he did that to try to suppress him. Unbelievable. Um He said, we disagree on most of the standard Republican and Democrat disagreements. However, we agree America is the greatest nation the world has ever seen. We believe America has an important role. Okay, all this other stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Um, He actually is going around saying he wants to make Stanford great again. Make Stanford great again. Uh, I mean, this is... Get a better football team? But it's hard to do with the grade requirements. But, but, um, he actually, uh, Levin talked about this on his radio show. And he said that uh, he'd like to call into Levin's show at some point. He said, you have been the single greatest political inspiration for me. Thank you very much. I will try to call into the radio show sometime soon. Wow. 
This kid said, I'm driven by a fundamental sense of urgency over the fact that Americans are slowly losing their liberty, and I believe that liberty is being valued less and less. I want to turn the tide, and college campuses are crucial to doing so. I, I, I like, dumbfounded. Now, you could disagree with your parents. Listen, my parents, I converted them. Uh, but for a while, they thought I was crazy. Now, it's one thing to have a, a, you know, a disagreement and think differently than your parents, and that's just fine, and they've seen the light, and now my parents are like, they're like worse than me, right? However, um, this is uh, this is incredible knowing that, uh, I mean, you're, if your mom is such a a political leftist who is one of the biggest advisors in the inner circle with the most corrupt, worst president in the history that we've ever had. That's your mom. Man, I, I don't know, it just, just shocked me. Just, just I, I can't even imagine that. That's just me. I'm just kind of dumbfounded by that. Now, okay, so you talk about, uh, you know, he's in college. He says college is a very, very important place to turn this stuff around. He's right. Because there's a story I found on campus reform. You ready for this? How many of these teachers are going to be in Arizona or across the country demanding raises, right? Um, there is a professor at the University of Washington, Bothell, named Wayne A.U. Wayne O., I don't know. Uh, he says that elementary and high school teachers should incorporate Marxist and socialist ideas into their curricula. I swear. He says American education has historically been shaped by the interests of capital, as well as white men in universities. By the way, he is a white man. Uh, I believe uh, the picture, is that the picture of him? Anyway, no, maybe it's not him. Uh, but he says that uh, the, he needs to advocate countering neoliberal ideas with a Marxist feminist standpoint theory. He wants K through 12 teachers to push Marxist and socialist ideas in education. Can't you just show Venezuela? Isn't that crazy? This is what's going on in college. Uh, a chapter in the book, Curriculum to Change the World, Developing a Marxist Feminist Standpoint in the Politics of Knowledge. Who says that? Who says that? Less men, more women, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the interest of capital has shaped everything. Yeah, we're capitalists. We're not socialists. Socialism doesn't work. Why would you want this? And what's frightening is that how many people are going to come out uh, reading this guy, listening to this guy in class, and think it's okay also? So, yes, yeah, Susan Rice's son is very, he's very uh, spot on when he says we need to just turn it around and we can start at uh, in, in college, in college, universities, that kind of stuff, because they are literally poisoning the minds of people, poisoning it with, with things that don't work, but it's their own ideology. Uh, 850, we'll continue in four. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Ah, here we go. What is up? It's 9.07. It's the last hour of the week for me. You may be just getting going, but I don't know if you get up at 3. But it's okay. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Unbelievable job numbers. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, unemployment down to 3.8% lowest since the year 2000 and also 1969. Yes, that's, that is what's going on there. Uh, you have uh, black unemployment never as close to white unemployment. From the Washington Post, New York Times, we ran out of words to describe how good the jobs numbers are. Oh, my goodness gracious. It is 
It is absolutely incredible. Incredible. Black unemployment, a record low, a record freaking low. And Hispanic unemployment's at 4.9%. Yet again, remember, Trump is uh, Trump is racist, right? Isn't, 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 isn't he racist? Isn't he racist? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Second thing that I think you need to know, by the way, 223,000 jobs added, crushing expectations. Um, second thing that I think you need to know is that Samantha B is not sorry. She gave some uh, fake, 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 fake tweet apologizing to Ivanka Trump for using a bad word, but then last night won an award at some television award show where she uh, she actually said, and this, this is incredible, why are we, she has a passion for this, and why are we so worried today about a bad word instead of worrying about how parents and children are being separated? Yep. Yep, that's what she's worried about. She wants the borders to be wide open. Yet at that, by the way, that award show where she was, they didn't let the media in. Keep the media out. Let the illegal aliens in. She's so full of it. Two employees, by the way, State Farm and Auto Trader jumped ship from her show. Uh, we'll see if anybody else does. And by the way, her her bosses, they knew about what she did. They didn't care. And they don't care. A TBS and Turner Broadcasting. Third thing I think you need to know, Zogby has a poll out and he gave some information, some background on it. He said, look, um... Uh, there's evidence Trump's going to roll in 2020. Not only is he keeping his base, he's building it, and he's also growing when it comes to blacks, Hispanics, and younger people supporting what he's doing because they're seeing they didn't support him at first, but now they're seeing their lives improving and their wallets improving. Now they're jumping on the Trump bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Three things that I think you need to know. What? What? Can we bring it uh, back around to the uh, golf course right quick? I got a call from this guy named Rennie right here. And he has some interesting uh, information on what's been going on with his experience with the golf course. Really? Yeah. Let me just grab him right quick. I had things to say. I know. I know, and I, I do this from Yeah, I know, I know. And Ryan uses his, uh, Ryan wields his power. Put your pants back on. What, Rennie? Yeah. Rennie, Rennie welcome to KNST. Hello, Rennie. By the way, this is because we had, uh, really quick, Mike Zinkin in, the former town councilman in Oro Valley back at uh, two hours ago, actually. We'll put the interview up at uh, knst.com and iheartradio.com. Search Garrett Lewis, those kinds of places. Uh, Rennie, how you doing, man? Very good. I just wanted to give some information that I think other people might be interested in. Uh, it's called marketing and sales, and I, I've noticed uh, on the golf course, the nine-hole course which, here which, around which, the which course? It, the, 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 the Push Ridge. Oh, the, the, about the one that's owned by the town of Oro Valley. Yeah, the three of them are owned by the town yes. of Oro Valley, all yes. three courses. The yes. small one, the nine-hole course around the Hilton Hotel is the one I'm speaking about. They own all three. Yes. Okay? And uh, when the city took it over, they by the way, they do a great job on managing the course itself, meaning compared to whatever. So the management of the grass and the lawn is fine. But the attendance went down, I'd say, I don't know, visually, maybe, 20, 30, maybe 80%, 20%, depending on the day and the week. And so I started making phone calls to find out, when I could get on the course if I wanted to. And, well, you know, it's, it's closed right now in the summer. We all understand that. But when it was open, well, we don't take calls until 9, so whatever. And then it's, we don't take calls after 2. Now, that's kind of interesting. How do you market a golf course if you don't let people on before 9 and don't let them Wait, wait, off? wait, 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 wait a second. So you're telling me you called to get it like a tea time, but they're right. not available until 9 in the morning? They wouldn't have, there was nobody to answer the phone until 9, and they wouldn't answer the phone after 2. Now, number two, 
There was no voice. There was no voice machine after two to even take my message if I wanted to leave a message. It rang and rang and rang, and then click hung up on me. So that's point one. Point two, I've had several contractors working on my house, and several of them said I thought this course was closed. I love playing it. I see people out there playing. I said, Oh yeah, nobody plays it anymore. But yeah, it's a lot of time. You go. Well, I thought it was closed. I've called and I can't get on. They don't respond. And so I thought. There's another side to the story, and it's called marketing and sales. And if perception is reality, you in marketing and sales, you understand that. Perception is reality. Yes. If I perceive it's closed and I call and there's no answer and there's no voice machine, then how do I even know I should go? So I forget about that course. It's off my mind. And so I think there's another agenda, at least on the nine-hole course. Now, that may not be the case on the two other courses. I don't know. But next fall, when they reopen again, Somebody might want to do some calling in and trying to book. I don't care if they play golf or not, and just see what their response is. Maybe they'll change it by then. Good luck with that. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if you heard the interview that I did with Mike. They they now I have did. fewer. So they they have fewer members than ever before. They're down to two hundred thirty four people that actually belong to the uh, the town owned golf course, whatever it is, right. club, whatever. Right. Uh, right. So nobody's playing it. They're not marketing or advertising any of the golf courses. I understand. You know, I, but, but I, I, there's an there's an old adage that I've heard many years ago about a guy who was selling uh, hot dogs on the stand, and his dad, his son would come by and say, "Dad, haven't you heard there's a recession?" So he kept buying fewer and fewer golf, fewer and fewer hot dogs, and fewer and fewer buns. And sure enough, his business went down. He went out of business because he didn't have to sell. Well, that's kind of the opposite of what's happening here. We're not marketing. We're not selling. And maybe that's an agenda of somebody that wants to prove the point that we're not making any money. But I don't think so. I think that's just a lack of knowledge of somebody at the top that isn't isn't marketing. They're doing a good job on managing the course, meaning physical management. But as we know in every business, there's an inside person that makes the company run, and there's an outside person that does the sales and marketing. It's the outside thing that isn't happening here. In my, opi- my opinion, and I could be all wrong, I could be totally wrong, but... That's what I've found by making phone calls and watching what's happening. So Listen, just, just what, what happens, what, you know, you, you, you used a key word there. It's called business. But, right. who, <laughs> but who owns that? The government, you know? Do you think Satish, Satish Hiramath is a dentist? And that's fine. I don't know if he still is a dentist, but he was a dentist. I don't know what the other people did or do or what. But, when again, when government takes over, bad things happen. They don't know how to run businesses, which is why government should stay small and stop telling businesses how to do business. You know, yep. and that's um, why a lot of us. That's why a lot of us voted in the last election. Didn't vote before. I've been voting all along. But I, I mean, we got out. We made a change in Washington D.C. Hopefully, yeah. we'll follow that one through. But do you know, but hang, on, think, hang on one yeah. second. You want to know something funny? Because this is what they concentrate on. I have, I have a buddy of mine that actually opened up a uh, a cactus place in Oro Valley. Yep. Right? Uh, do you know that they actually and, it, and it's on a main road in Oro Valley. Uh, there's an ordinance that says every new business that opens up must have a bicycle rack. And they will not let you open up without a bicycle rack. <laughs> Every single so he couldn't open up until on a main road at a cactus, a cactus and plant whatever you know. Play you know that that's what it is. Yep. He had to have a bicycle rack. Who in their right mind is going to drive a bicycle on a main road to a cactus place and buy a <laughs> cactus on a bicycle and then leave? But they wouldn't let him open. On top of that. Gets even better. This is this is how dysfunctional certain things in Oro Valley are, and they are not business friendly. I mean, they they literally do everything they can to stop businesses from actually being successful. Which they, I, I think we're the only ones that expose that. This is just something else that I found very very interesting. My buddy who what? actually hang on, my buddy who actually just opened up has been trying for a long time to open up, and he had to submit his landscaping plan. Right, he's a cactus place, so they submitted their landscaping plan saying what they were going to plant around the building. 
he was told, uh, nope, this is not acceptable. He said, well, what's acceptable? you got to find the list. The list is at the town hall. Goes to the town hall. Do you know what is actually outside of the town hall? The same things that he wanted to plant that he told was not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, we all get uh, we all get the government we deserve. My, my hope with making this phone call was somebody listening around these golf courses Good that, luck, is in market, is, that is in marketing and sales and management yeah, and has nothing else to do might want to go talk about this. I don't have any axe to grind here. I really don't. I'm just saying perception is reality and I got perception you. is reality and it just it appears that they're closed and I, that's yep. and they are right now we understand that but I, anyway i got you Randy. thank you man i appreciate it buddy thank you for listening good to talk to you bye-bye bye-bye uh good luck you're welcome good luck um they'd like you know, trust me satish hiramith would love to say it's making money so he could say i was right ain't gonna happen though not gonna happen um of course, would that, would, that, would, that, hang, would that mean one of our awesome uh, salespeople here at iHeartMedia Tucson, which maybe the reason they haven't gone out there or contacted them to advertise is that, I mean, listen, they are, they are very busy here. These, these, are, these are very, very, very busy people that work here. Are we on in the hallways? We're on in the hall? Stupid question. No, but go, go run out real fast. Let me know if we're on in the hallways. Because this is a very, run? well, don't run. I don't want you to die. But uh, are, are we on in the hallways? Because I have a very important point to make. Um, about about the uh, the people and how hard they work here. Are we on in the hallways? Uh, unless we're Katy Perry, no. All right, they're just lazy as hell. I mean, that's the whole problem. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm yeah, just, I just said that. Oh come on, it's okay. I'm just kidding. They're not. They're very. They're best people. Salt of the earth. I I absolutely love uh having conversations with them every single day. But they don't market that golf course. No, it's not. It's not people's your phone. I'm just being funny. No, they don't do anything. They know what the hell they're doing. Government doesn't know how to run a business. Stupid. Anyway. There you go. I know. And the only way that uh, those clowns up there will stay in their positions at uh, in Oro Valley is if people remain clueless. That's it. That's it. Iron Math's a joke. Uh, but let's continue, shall we? Really quick, speaking of the economy, this is something that I want. I just want you to know... Um, I want you to know how much of a fraud we, we know how much of a fraud Jeff Flake is. Jeff Flake has tweeted the last couple of days about the uh, the tariffs that the president uh, is instituting. Right? He's imposing these tariffs, and he's thinking it's bad. Jeff, Flake, I am against tariffs. He's against. Yeah, okay, good, great. He's a he's, a, he's all for Americans getting screwed in trade. So anyway, um, you'd think with this this great economic news out there, Jeff Flake would actually write something on Twitter. About the great economic news, um, I know, not happening. Nothing from Jeff Flake about the awesome economy. He can't give the president any credit whatsoever. Uh, he, he No, not going to happen. You want to know why? Because he is a bitter, angry guy with nothing but hatred in his heart. And just because he speaks softly like that. Doesn't mean he can't have hatred in his heart. He is just a, he's a phony, he's a fraud, he's being exposed for exactly what he is. How about John McCain? You think John McCain tweeted anything? No, John McCain, 46 minutes ago, important CNN read by George Schultz and Pedro Aspie, a better way than tariffs to improve America's trade picture. Uh, how about America's awesome economy right now? Nothing from John McCain on that. Nothing at all, because these guys 
have an agenda. And the agenda is just to simply take down Trump and they don't care anything else. They don't care about any anybody else, anything else. They are greedy, evil people that don't give a crap. We have such great freaking news out there and nothing, nothing from Jeff Flake, nothing from John McCain. Zero. Just wanted to point that out. We'll get into this too, by the way. His wife uh, tweeted out something about uh, John McCain and the McCain Institute and stuff like that. I found it to be interesting. And then uh, we'll get to Doug Ducey, swamp creature Doug Ducey. Uh, going after Ken Bennett. Listen, Ken Bennett's no prize either. Ken Bennett was on this show and couldn't lay out a freaking definitive case of what the hell he was going to do for teachers or this or that. He got on the ballot. Um, he he wrote something about John McCain and Cindy McCain. This is Ken Bennett. That Doug Ducey has faux outrage about. Faux outrage. Maybe he's just... Doug, Doug Ducey's outraged for the swamp. He's got to do that. We'll get to that coming up in about five. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shun. All right, 925, thank you for hanging out. Got to throw an audible real fast. Garrett Lewis with you. Going to be about 9,900 degrees, depending on whatever your body tells you and whatever your thermometer tells you. 105 tomorrow, 107 on Sunday. Drink water. Lots and lots and lots of water. Don't tell me what to do. You leave me alone. So, um, you. this was said just minutes ago on The View. Cackling hyenas, setting women back 50, 60 years. With the women on The View talking, you don't want to say it's all women, because it's not, because my wife is much, much smarter than these dumb broads. Um, But it makes you want to go back to uh, to the time when the women uh, the women uh, in this country just uh, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm being facetious. Do I have to say that ahead of time? You're going to think it's bad. You know where I'm going, and it's a joke. But these I don't know these where chicks you're going with this, huh? that they should just stay in the kitchen. No, because I'm in the kitchen. You're in the kitchen anyway. Uh, the women on the View are just so utterly frigging clueless. Before I play for you the soundbite, do you know what um, the network? reaction was tbs owned by turner broadcasting they own cnn that kind of stuff do you know what they said do you know what they said Mm -mm. um they said this from tbs samantha b has taken the right action in apologizing for the vile and inappropriate language she used about ivanka trump last night those words should not have been aired it was our mistake too and we regret it because remember they watched the show before it aired they approved it that what kind of an apologize uh, an apology is that? They apologize for what more do you want? Roseanne fired whatever they have the right. It is what it is. Uh, and we found out this morning that Roseanne was actually she tweeted out she she asked ABC's head of their like network. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll travel around. I'll go to therapy. I think my meds are off. I'll go to the hospital because the stress of the show. My meds aren't working the same. I was wrong. I'll do whatever it takes. Please don't cancel the show. But she was truly sorry. And this Samantha B isn't, and neither is TBS. And I just wanted to read that to you because I want you to hear this. This is, uh, I don't even know who these people are. Sonny Hostin, Hostin, H-O-S-T-I-N. One of these chicks on The View. You have to hear this to believe it. On a day that the unemployment numbers come out and we have, once again, a record low unemployment rate for African-Americans at 5.5%. 
Listen to what Sonny Hostin on The View said about Samantha Bee and Trump and Roseanne Barr. Here we go. Look, the network has apologized for it. Um, you know, Samantha Bee has apologized for it. My issue is we're talking now about Samantha Bee, but we're not talking about Roseanne's racist comments right. about Valerie Jarrett. And this president has yet to come out and condemn those comments. That's what we should be talking about. I mean, he comes out against Colin Kaepernick. He comes out against Starbucks because they banned the Christmas cup. Why hasn't he come out about the two men that what happened to the two black men at the Starbucks? Why hasn't he come out about that? Hang on a second. We're going to cut it off. By the way, uh, what more can he say about Roseanne? She lost her job. Right? Trump came out about Samantha B this morning, the white Samantha B, I should say, because she hasn't lost her job. I want you to hear, by the way, why the Starbucks, again, apparently Sonny Hostin is, you know, these chicks, they don't do any show preparation. They are dumb as a box of rocks. They don't even try. That's true. They don't even try. And it's not just you say there's plenty of people, but I'm just talking about the view and it's nothing but women that are on the view. Do you want you want to know why this whole Starbucks thing was a crock? We've played this so many times. The men, the two men from Philadelphia that were arrested, admitted they broke the rules. Listen, here we go. What what do you say to some people who say rules are rules? That Starbucks has a policy, you viol- violated that policy. The police asked you repeatedly to leave, and you didn't. How do you respond to people who say that? What I say is I understand that. Rules are rules, but... What's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. Ah, well, and that's yeah. in any situation. Oh, yeah. Whether it's race involved anything. We, I mean, we get it, but it just, it wasn't right. They have their own rules, but I just don't agree with them. They weren't right. Excuse me? What? Let's continue. I'm up over there. There's more. You ready, you ready for this? You ready? Yep. So it seems to me that um, he, he wants to talk about he everything wait, 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 wait. but the actual he says he racism that's going on in our I country with African-American men. I don't think he sees them as different. That's the problem here. Oh, I think he no, sees them as very he, different. He doesn't care about African-Americans well, in this country. That's part of the problem. What? African-American unemployment has never been lower. He doesn't care about African-Americans in this country. Remember when he would go out and plead? You know, I, what do you have to lose? I want to get you jobs. I want to get you better schools. I want to, I want to do so much for you. Wow. That's the problem. That's the problem. Could you play that one more time? You want me to? Just real quick. Hang on, bro. Okay, listen, here Sorry. we go. I don't think he sees them as different. That's the problem here. Oh, I think he no, sees them as very different. He doesn't care about African-Americans well, in That's this part of the problem. That's the problem. He absolutely knows he cares. You know, everybody can see. He absolutely doesn't care. I mean, these people are sick. They are sick in the head. Sick in the head. Is that how you have to be to get a show on television? Yeah, that's why they were, they couldn't wait to dump Roseanne. Right? They couldn't wait. Oh These are five women where a woman was called the C word, the worst word you could call a woman. There you go. That's the view. I I was like, I, I that happened just minutes ago. Just minutes ago. Um it's pathetic. 
But whatever. It is what it is. This is what you expect, right? We'll continue. I get your reaction to this. We got to get to the Ken Bennett stuff, the Doug Ducey, the John McCain, his wife Cindy, that kind of stuff. Uh, what apparently what uh, Doug uh, Ducey, Doug Ducey's outraged at what Ken Bennett said about Cindy McCain. Uh, and again, still nothing from uh, good old uh, Jeff Flake or John McCain on the awesome, 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 awesome economy. We'll continue. 931 right now on KNST. It's Fox. Nine thirty nine on this Friday, June first. What a Friday! Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the economy is doing very, very, very well. Unemployment numbers out. It is down to three point eight percent, lowest since the year two thousand and nineteen sixty nine. Uh, two hundred twenty three thousand jobs created, smashing records. We have record low unemployment for African Americans, down to five point nine percent from six six last month, which tied the record low. uh, unemployment rate for Hispanics. I mean, it just gets better and better. And get this. This is just coming out. Yesterday, yesterday the Atlanta Fed predicted a 4.7% GDP for quarter two. Based on the information that just came out, they've now revised it up to 4.8% growth, they believe, for real GDP. That is sick. Sick. And this is still with Obamacare. They got rid of the tax, the main tax, but healthcare is still a big killer, the cost of it and everything else. Second thing I think you need to know, Samantha B is full of crap. She gave a fake apology on Twitter, got an award last night for social change. Apparently, she's made it socially acceptable to use the C word. Right? Why not? Um, she said we shouldn't be worried about a, a word that I said. We should be more worried about uh, parents getting uh, their kids ripped out of their arms when they get to our border. That's basically what she said. Also, about the, the parents dragging their kids through the desert in the middle of the day or night and paying like $5,000 yep. to have a coyote take them across. There you go. Or a parent just kid, sending their kid by themselves. Eh. Nah. Again, the media was barred from the... Uh, the media. You're not allowed. You can't cross this border to, to come cover the event where she's going to get the award. But illegal aliens, come on in. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, and I'll put this up on my Facebook page as well. I have to. The Washington Examiner... Uh, got some quotes from John Zogby, right? John Zogby, where he said, uh, the economic growth, the things that Trump has achieved are making him kind of unbeatable in 2020. Uh, not only is he keeping his base, he's expanding it. They're seeing more Hispanics, blacks, and younger people jump on the Trump bandwagon because their lives are better. They didn't like him uh, before he was elected, but they're liking it now. They are liking it now. Three things I think you need to know. How about that, though? The GDP now model estimate for real GPD growth is uh, 4.8% on June 1st, up from 4.7 yesterday. That's what they're predicting. The Atlanta Fed. They could be wrong. Who the hell knows? That's just what they're predicting. Ryan and I were talking during a break, the, one of the breaks. Remember the new normal? You're never going to get manufacturing jobs back. You're Not never going to get these uh, construction. You're never going to get this. This is the new normal. We 1% growth. We got to cut down America to make it fair for everybody else. Remember that? Glad that guy's gone. Yeah. Remember? Which guy? That, that guy. guy. That guy. Uh, and I retweeted a Richard Barris tweet. He's from uh, People's Pundit Daily. Um, and uh, he had the stats out there. Where the heck did this thing go? Uh, da, 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 da. Yes, here we go. 286,000 construction jobs added over the past 12 months. Remember when those were going to be gone? Manufacturing added 259,000. Remember when those weren't coming back? Mining's added 91,000 over the past year. And again, wages up 2.7% over a year ago. But you're right. 
You're right. This is uh, this is terrible. God doesn't know what he's doing. So you want me to play? Somebody call it. What did I miss with this uh, view thing real quick? Well, he had he had caught the uh, the line where the lady said he doesn't see them as different. I think it was he was referring to uh, they were referring to um, something. But can you just play it back? Okay, okay. Hang on. This is the view again where apparently Trump doesn't care about black people even though they're doing better than they ever have. Here we go. The network has apologized for it. Um, you know, Samantha Bee has apologized for it. Yeah. My issue is we're talking now about Samantha Bee, but we're not talking about Roseanne's racist comments right. about Valerie Jarrett. And this president has yet to come out and condemn those comments. That's what we should be talking about. I mean, he comes out against Colin Kaepernick. He comes out against Starbucks because they banned the Christmas cup. Why hasn't he come out about the two men that what happened to the two black men at the Starbucks? Why hasn't he come out about that? So it seems to me that um, he, he wants to talk about Keep everything right wait, 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 wait. but the hear racism that's going on yeah. in our I Starbucks because they banned the Christmas cup. Why hasn't he come out about the two men that what happened to the two black men at the Starbucks? Why hasn't he come out about that? So it seems to me um, he, he wants to talk about. He doesn't know the difference. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Yeah, I equate that to those uh, those ladies being stupid. <laughs> I think he misheard it because I could barely hear her say. Like, there's no difference between these scandals. Uh, just stupid. Know the difference? Stupid. I I don't know. Just stupid. That's what I. He's. They're dumb. There's no other word for it. Dumb. You know, it's it's not against law to say dumb things in public in private. No, that they the free market works. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it happens. Do what you got to do. Yep. 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 Go to Starbucks. I know. Um, now, uh, apparently, uh, Ken Bennett. Ken called into the show a couple times during the whole Red for Red thing. He wanted to get some, uh, he wanted to rip into Doug Ducey, and he did a good job ripping into Doug Ducey, but he hasn't really done, he hasn't really done much besides that, right? Um, he didn't really have any answers when we had him on. It kind of was, eh, eh. So, apparently, Ken Bennett came out and said he will not appoint Cindy McCain to be the next senator. He will not appoint. Nope, not going to happen. And all of a sudden, it's like the most outrageous thing. Like, this is unbelievable. So, Ken Bennett gets on the, on the ballot and and listen, I don't think he's going to have a chance. That's just my opinion. And I'm not a fan of Doug, but any, anybody's better than David Garcia on the other side. Can you send me the questions ahead of time? <laughs> Ken Bennett has made the commitment uh, to not, because people are freaked out, like, oh, my God, you know, John, we're not happy with John McCain. We're not happy with Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake uh, realized people don't like him and nobody will give him money to help run again, so he quit over a year in advance. So Ken Bennett vowed he would not appoint Cindy McCain. Why is that bad? Any idea? So I'm not going to appoint Cindy McCain. Everything is so hyper now. Well, you got to take one thing that someone says and then act as if it's the worst thing ever. And that's exactly what Governor Doug Ducey did. He needs to just shut up at this point because he's going to make people not want to go up to the polls and vote for him. Like Doug Ducey is a complete buffoon right now. He didn't really handle the Red Fred thing that greatly. And this, this is not good. He needs to learn from Trump. Uh, Ken Bennett wrote, I promise I will not appoint Cindy McCain to the U.S. Senate as governor of Arizona. On Twitter. 
Who cares? Okay, good. People got freaked out. The other, you know, fine. And Doug Ducey literally went um, went a bit nuts, right? He's oh, this is this is terrible. This is horrible. Uh, some guy named Jonathan Lines. The chairman of the Arizona Republican Party. You know, I some guy named Jonathan Lines. I could give two craps, to be honest with you. But that's this guy's name. He was not happy with this. He tweeted out to Ken Bennett, I am disappointed in you. Regardless of your personal feelings towards the McCains, this type of attack has zero place in our party or our state. You've disqualified yourself from leading our state. How? Maybe we need to get this guy on a Monday and go, are you serious right now, dude? How about Doug Ducey not showing up to greet uh, Trump when he was the uh, the candidate? This has disqualified you? Why? He said he's not going to have appoint McCain's wife. We've had enough. People didn't want Clintons anymore. They didn't want any more Bushes. They both got eliminated last you know, two years ago in the in the elections. People have had enough of the McCains. They've had enough of the flakes. This. How about John McCain telling us to go to hell? You want to condemn him for that, John? Who the hell is this freaking guy? This is why people hate doing uh, interviews. Um, uh, Doug Ducey said, you ready, you ready for this? Ken Bennett's remarks were appalling, indecent, embarrassing, and revealing. Quote, they say more about the person who said than I could ever. We have our senior senator who is recovering from surgery. And like I said, we could be wishing him and his family well and putting them in our prayers. What does that have to do with saying he's not going to actually name his wife to be senator? Nobody cares. Like, that's the thing. You know who's outraged about this? Doug Ducey. Maybe the McCains, who knows? But the everyday voters, we're numb to this crap, man. We don't care anymore. We're, we're over this. Because we sit back and say, this is not a bad thing. This is not disgraceful. Um, the Doug, let me remind you, we talked about it yesterday. Doug Ducey's spokesman never said that the reports of, of appointing Cindy McCain to the Senate were not true. He just said random report. All these reports that are coming out are virtually, virtually not true. They never said we're not going to do it. And, uh, and Ducey's spokesman put out a written statement. We're honestly in shock. That he, meaning Ken Bennett, would stoop so low and say something that's so clearly in poor taste. Ken Bennett has disqualified himself from consideration by anyone with any sense of decency. He should be ashamed of himself. This real again, this faux outrage. Like, we're over this stuff. The only people that buy into it are the media because they want it. They want the drama. Like, you do get that, right? The media wants the drama. They thrive on it. Uh, everyday people are like, we just... we. We don't care. We're, we're, we're more upset again about McCain lying about building the dang fence. Is, is, you know, what Doug Ducey should have done, he should have ignored it. If he can't, but is, are you really that worried about Ken Bennett? You think Ken Bennett's going to come in and all of a sudden uh, take your job? Again, and to me, that means that Doug Ducey is a bit nervous about what he thinks people believe he is doing. And how he is doing in his job. That's what I think. John McCain just wrote a book and said, if you don't like that I gave the, the dossier to James Comey, you can go to hell. 
That to me is a bit worse. See, this is why Doug Ducey won't come on this show because I would ask him that. Don't you think it's a bit worse that John McCain, John McCain tells his constituents to go to hell? John McCain mocked the hell out of Tea Party people and refused to apologize? Isn't that a hell of a lot worse? And this Republican Party, you know what? This is the swamp, man. And apparently the guy that's the chairman of the Arizona Republican Party, I never heard of this guy, not like I need to have. Uh, this is what makes him upset? Not good. Not good. John McCain claiming that the world is in danger right now because Trump is president. Remember that? Can you play that for me right there I just put in? Do you remember that? This is a bit worse, I think. Ahead. Radio station. North Korean delivery. I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. A leading North Korean official is at the White House for an historic delivery. Fox's Jared Halpern joins us live from the White House. Kim Jong-chol is expected to arrive any minute here at the White House. He's a senior North Korean official who met earlier this week with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Kim Jong-chol is said to be delivering a letter to President Trump from North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. He will be met by White House Chief of Staff John Kelly and the National Security Advisor John Bolton and then walk to the president for that letter handoff. So far, a June 12th summit between the two leaders in Singapore is not officially back on after being canceled last week by President Trump. But Pompeo says there has been a lot of progress since then on setting the conditions for a meeting with the intention, U.S. officials say, of the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Rich. Jared, new tariffs imposed on our allies drawing swift reaction. Fox's Rachel Sutherland joins us live from Washington. Rich, the president tweeted not long ago that Canada has treated our agricultural business and farmers very poorly for a very long period of time. This after the nation announced it would impose dollar-for-dollar tariffs in response to U.S. tariffs on aluminum and steel. The European Union is fighting back with tariffs on U.S. imports of bourbon, blue jeans, and peanut butter. Trade Commissioner Cecilia Malmström. This is further weakening the transatlantic relations, and it also increases the risk of severe turbulences in the markets globally. The Commerce Department announced yesterday that the EU, Canada, and Mexico would no longer be exempt from tariffs. Rich? Rachel, Wall Street unaffected by the tariff talk. All three indexes trading higher at this hour. A judge today temporarily blocking implementation of Iowa's newest abortion law, believed to be the most restrictive in the nation. It would have banned most abortions if a fetal heartbeat can be detected, usually around the sixth week of pregnancy. Fox News. Fair and balanced. <laughs> 